Another beautiful Thursday morning. Good morning and welcome to today's edition of Bold and Brave, a young entrepreneur's radio show here on Sweet Melodies FM. We're live also on our sister stations, Sweet Flow 102.1 FM in Tamale. We're on Sweet Memories 104.5 FM in Cape Coast, Sweet Rhythms 92.1 FM in Doanya, Sweet Harmony 103.1 FM in Wa, Sweet Hearts 104. Point one FM in Bogatanga and on Sweet Reflections 98.3 FM. And Sunya, this morning I'm elated to have with me here in the studios the CEO of Cool Trips and Tours. His name is Ni Ayi Solomon. Hi, Ni Ayi, how are you doing? Hi. <laughs> it's great to have you in the studios. Finally, we get to meet, and I'm very much elated to be here. Awesome, awesome. So, um, I'll be having a chat with Nia shortly, but just by way of reminder, this program is probably brought to you by Cow Bank. You can enjoy banking uninterrupted with the all new Cow Bank app as we work together to stop the spread of coronavirus. Now, the Cow Bank app enables you to instantly send money to friends and loved ones. You can open a Snap account, shop, and pay for goods and services from uh, e shops and have them delivered to you. You can pay bills, fees and other service providers purchase airtime top-up or mobile data and so much more what's more you don't need to have an account with car bank in order to access the car bank app all you have to do is to link any visa or mastercard mtn mobile money wallets to the app and you're good to go so go ahead download the car bank app today from the play store and app store and stay on top of your account anytime and anywhere with our quick easy and secure car bank app Call toll free on 0800-500-500. That's 0800-500-500. Or chat with us online on our social media platforms and on WhatsApp. You can also contact us via email at customercare at carbank.net. Carbank, forward together. All right, so... Getting straight into the interview. Today we have a lot to talk about because the man I have in the studio with me is very multi-talented and has different things going on. So you want to know all about Ni Ayi Solomon. Ni Ayi, tell us about yourself. 
So, so where, where would you want us to start from? From um, the beginning. <laughs> <laughs> where were you born? <laughs> All right. Um, so I was born in Accra, Ghana, okay. um, to a woman known as uh, Margaret Mechonu. Okay. Um, originally, she's from Togo. Oh, um, but okay. of course, degree up here, and my father is Emmanuel Solomon. Okay. Um, so um, I studied my education from Mamprobi P12 JSS. Okay. And then from there, I went to Ebenezer, Ebenezer One Primary School, or within the Salvation Cluster of Schools. Okay. And uh, and then to Mamprobi P12 JSS, um, where I had my JSS education. Mm. And so I was actually one of those people who used to go to school in the morning and then in the afternoon. Ah, shift system. Exactly. Okay. And um, from there, um, so in JSS, uh, um, I didn't do too well, but mm. I was actually the fourth highest in my school, um, St. Peter of JSS. Oh, and how did you not do too well? I don't so know. So I had um, <laughs> aggregate 21. Okay, and you're the fourth highest. I was the fourth highest. Okay. And um, I think I'll just move on. <laughs> <laughs> I think the one who topped that year group, I remember very well, he had aggregate um, 13. Wow. Yes. Okay. And um, so um, I couldn't get all the schools that I chose. I chose St. Mm. Thomas, Aquinas, um, um, I think Accra High, okay. and St. John's Grammar. So okay. they all. They all bounced me. So I was <laughs> okay. actually home and very confused about life. Mm. And my mom was very worried. Then we heard that there was a school called Harvard College at Kokumlimli. Okay. And so my mom decided to enroll me in that school. So I just, um, for the first term, I only had three weeks to be in school. Oh. And, and the journey started in Harvard. Um, and then I started school and all of that. But again... When I finished Harvard College, hmm. um, it was a total disaster. Wow. Um, <laughs> I had one D in economics. Mm-hmm. I did general art. Okay. The rest were all E's. Wow. My mom almost collapsed. <laughs> I mean, because Harvard was so expensive. It was a private school. Mm. And she was hoping that I could, you know, make it. Mm. My journey in Harvard was also bad because my mom couldn't raise a lot of my school fees oh. and you'd be sacked from school what, what did your mom do she was okay. a watch seller okay okay so my mom my mom was a watch seller and for those who lived in banana in st mary's area they know her very well okay watch was very popular okay and so <laughs> yeah and and there were times when i closed because it was a day school mm. i had to go and carry the watchables and everything take a list of the items for the next day watch it cooking. Oh, so you're working with your mom while you're yes. in school. So I That's had to go and shop for everything at Sukura Market. Okay. And buy all the shito and all and come and pound the watch shito and all of that and prepare the place before she comes wow. back from work. And because that was what I was actually paying my fees and my studies fee and all those <laughs> right. things, you know. So it was difficult and mm. she was really surprised. So I had to go through Novdek. Okay. Um, I wrote Novdek three times. Whoa. <laughs> <laughs> I wrote... So you know, I'm trying. I'm struggling <laughs> to to put the two people together. It sounds like you're talking about a totally different person because you're a very <laughs> different person now. When I look at you and all that you do, I mean, it's difficult to tell that you've been through all this. But I think the difference is Jesus. When you find wow, Jesus, he, he changes wow. your life totally, and it doesn't matter because we're going to actually delve into what I do. I yes. feel like I should just give people a little bit of a background, background absolutely to agree. who I am until they start hearing perhaps <laughs> the, the, the other part of life and then uh, yes. they can sort of relate to. So Wow, so it, high school. 
Yeah. So and the name of your school very, sounds very Harvard. <laughs> yeah. It, it wasn't a bad school. It was actually a very good school. But I don't know what happened to us that particular year. Our okay. year group, um, it just didn't click for us. And okay. so it was difficult. Mm. And mm. and I had to write Novdek. So after I finished SS, I stayed home for five years. Whoa. Um, out of the five years, I wrote Novdek three times. Yes. And first went first one, second one, third one. So this was what changed my life. Mm. I used to handle a ministry in church okay. called Radical Instrument. Okay. And basically, we're young boys who were on fire for God. Mm. And I was the president. But every year, people were just passing by me going to the university. <laughs> and the thing about me is I always want to use somebody as a point of contact to pray. Mm. So if I see that God is blessing you... I'm now going to mention your name every time I talk to God. Uh, Say, oh God, I know Pastor Kweku, <laughs> and he's my friend, and you've blessed him. You've uh, given him a car. You've right. given him this. Mm. You can do it for, for me. me as well. So I saw my friends going to school, and I started using them as prayer points. Okay. Oh, I know this guy. He's part of my <laughs> That's team. That's interesting. So um, we had this ministry in church. Mm. We used to make a lot of noise. Mm. When we started, what church do you attend? International Central Gospel Church. SHTC. Yes, I'm okay. in Christ Temple. Okay. So for those who are listening, we are in Christ Temple. They know that before the church developed what it is, we used to have these containers in the uh-huh. middle of the church. Uh-huh. And after first service, we gather there and we pray. Okay. The, the power of God falls on people. People mm. fall under the anointing. Wow. And we used to make noise because when Dr. Otterbell is preaching second service, uh-huh. at the time, we didn't have a foyer. Okay. So you could see straight into the pulpit where he's standing oh, okay. and because of the presence of god we keep you know when people are falling shouting yeah, you know and sometimes he sends the security to come and tell us to lower our voice okay. and it kept going on hmm. so one day he just decided to call these young boys who have been making noise <laughs> okay. he just wanted to see, see these, who they are these guys yes and there we were i was the president so wow. we had a very nice interaction with him okay and after that i wrote a concept called entertainment in the prison yard okay. we wanted to go to the boster homes and share fellowship with these people wow then one pastor read the proposal mm-hmm. the first question he asked is who wrote this proposal i said i was the one mm-hmm. then he asked are you in legon i said no are you in tech i said no are you in ucc i said no. which so university? this was post high school Post within the five years yeah, within that the five home. years Still struggling with Wasi. Yes, still struggling with, with Wasi. <laughs> so he asked what I was doing. I said, I'm going to write remedials. Okay. He said, and you wrote this proposal? I said, yes. <laughs> Have you paid your fees? I said, yes. How do you study? I said, every day I go to the Accra Library okay. to sit and read my formal notes. Okay. Then he told me clearly, you're going to fail again. How many times have you written? <laughs> I said, twice. I said, no. You can go by this formula. Now okay. go look for, his name is Pastor Osei Bonso. Okay. So he said, go look for a remedial school. Mm-hmm. I'm going to pay your fees. Wow. The church will support you. Amazing. And that was what changed my life. So I went to look for a remedial school. They gave me to the head of council. So prior to this, you had been studying on your own and writing. i studying on my the... own because my mom didn't have money again to pay <laughs> to for another school. another school. And I was so determined yes. to pass. Yes. And so um, they gave me to a counselor, Mr. Bruce Tego. Mm-hmm. He read my first essay he gave to me mm-hmm. because he also thought I wasn't too serious. Okay. And he said, no, I don't need to supervise you again. Just go and read your notes. And so by God's grace, I went through that school, passed Mm. quite well mm-hmm. got admission to Cape Coast okay. Polytechnic okay. and when I got into the school because of the struggle I told my mother I'm going to get the best grade 
this, this time, time around. around. <laughs> so I asked, what's the best grade I can get in this school? <laughs> they said first class. Okay. So by God's grace, I got first class in level 100. Wow, so I finished. what a and, change. And uh, <laughs> I finished, I became quite popular mm. and became a playwright from there. Was st- still into ministry there. And then when I finished Cape Coast Polytechnic, um, I started working with Upstar Tours Limited. Okay. And then uh, Dr. Nana Banridu was almost like a mentor to me. Okay. said, because I want to further my education, I shouldn't go back to Cape. I should just go to Legon and find out what I can do there. Okay. Then okay. I took my transcripts there. They said, oh, my grades were really good. So mm-hmm. I should just choose any course. So I decided on the business school okay. and did BSc Business Administration at the University of Ghana Business School. I see. When I finished, I continued... Um, with my MPhil, mm. so I did an MPhil in um, marketing, okay. and just got admission to do my PhD. Whoa, Th- such a beautiful journey! I mean, <laughs> yeah. from your beginnings to where you are now, I think that the the difference is is really great. So, tell us a bit about your life in in Cape Coast um, Polytechnic. It was it was tough. Okay. It was it was difficult. Um, I am one kind of person that when I do not have you wouldn't know that I was I was one of those boys on campus who were so broke, but you wouldn't see that they are broke and um, <laughs> okay. didn't have money. Just a few friends. Uh, um, one of them, I'm sure, is listening to me. Seth, <laughs> he used to sort me out. I'll go to his place to go and eat. So okay. Cape Coast Polytechnic, I think one of the significant things that happened in Cape Coast was when I was going to complete school, um, one of my lecturers, uh, Mr. Michael Kisi, mm-hmm. um, he called me to his office and said, the BBC Playwright competition is here. Okay. I see that you've been doing a lot of drama with the church and you perform during church ministrations and all. Mm-hmm. You can write this play to the BBC. And okay. I was so focused on my books, I told him, no, I can't do it because I want to finish my long essay and just leave the school. Right. He said, no, you have to try. So mm. I took the challenge, three weeks to submission of the play, and I wrote a play called The Love of Mamavi, which okay. became a sensation. Yes, I've heard um, of that. Very popular play. Yes. And it was through Mr. Michael Kisi that I wrote this play for the BBC in 2011. Mm. And uh, it was shortlisted, but I didn't win the competition. But that's one of the things that changed my life. So when I came to Legon, mm-hmm. I met with Dr. Kwame Adeka. Okay. I was in his literature class. Okay. And after the class, I went to see him. That dog, I have this play. Wait, how are you in his literature class? You're in a business school. So at the <laughs> business school, um, you pick certain courses when you're level 200. Okay. You know, so I literature was one of those. Oh. And okay. he came to teach. And so just have a love and a passion for script writing. Yes, because when I was in the prim- um, the Saito school, mm-hmm. you know, um, so there was a group called All Children for Christ. Okay. They came to perform in my school. I was then in class six. Mm-hmm. Then I saw this guy who was a jovial guy on campus. His name is Reginald. Mm-hmm. Reginald was doing a play and everyone was <laughs> applauding him. Okay. And he was getting all the fans. Uh-huh. So I said to myself, <laughs> if this guy can act, I can act. So I okay. went to see the director and he showed us where they meet. It was okay. a Christian group and mm-hmm. they do Christian plays and all of that. Right. So I joined this group. Unfortunately for me, I couldn't speak good English because <laughs> I was the only guy in Saito there. So oh. I went to tell my mother and she bought me this pocket dictionary. Okay. So I started learning new vocabularies wow. and everything just to fit into that particular group. And and then 
All Children for Christ, we went to the National Theater to perform. Okay. Mm-hmm. I got the opportunity because one guy couldn't come and all the girls were like, oh, Nia can do it. Meanwhile, I have never, ever stood on stage before. <laughs> and apparently, my acting qualified the group into the next stage of wow. Fan World. And that was when my acting started. Wow. And I've been acting at the National Theater for years. So you don't just write plays, you actually act as well. Oh, yes, I do. You started and with acting, actually. I started with poetry, acting. And then it developed into plays. So I am. <laughs> Listen, I told you this guy has so <laughs> much going on, and you think that he's doing this full time. He's actually not. <laughs> <laughs> it's just one of the many things that he's doing. Please go ahead. So I am originally a published poet. Okay. Uh, my my poems have been published in literary magazines like the World Poetry Anthology, wow. UK Poetry Library, Kalahari Review, and um, World Poetry Anthology. I was one of the two Ghanaian poets that were published in the World Poetry Anthology in twenty. 12 or 20, You should do one so. of your points for us on the show before you go. Oh, yeah, definitely, definitely. Just for, <laughs> our, just for our audience. Yes. And so it's been a fantastic journey by God's grace. But mm. I think everything else comes down to God because mm. I always mm. say that they that know their God mm. will work strong and do exploits. Do exploits. That's so right. the difference is Jesus. Because mm. for where I come from, for who my mother is, who had no name, nobody knew her. Mm. She was a watch seller. She was just a watch seller. Mm. And many years ago, my friends know she would carry this watch on her head wow. and, and sell just to pay my fees. Mm. It was full of struggles at the imagine. beginning. And so... I call her my girlfriend. Everybody who knows knows <laughs> that's so cute. Like. <laughs> so yeah, it's just by God's grace. Amazing. So back to your life in uni. So this was um, we're in Legon now. Yes. So from UCC you went to Legon. Okay. So from um, Legon, I was working full time. Okay. With Upstart Tours, the University of Ghana gave me regular. So I went back and changed it to distance learning so I can work and pay my fees. Oh, so okay. I was doing distance learning. So I remember there was a time we took a trip to Beijing. Mm-hmm. I was working with Appstar. We went to sell our travel po- products in Beijing. And when we were in Beijing, I-, I didn't want to go on that trip because I had an eye. Okay. But my boss thought I was sort of dodging. That I didn't want to travel. Okay. And so from Beijing to Ghana... Um, I was in the plane reading my notes with my Fumi cardboard. No, I like to study with I'm old school. Oh, so yes. I, I remember those. <laughs> yeah, so even in uni. I, I had one still, as well. I was still oh, you still my, had one in uni? Yeah, oh, my gosh. So even with my PhD, I'm sure I was still studying <laughs> with my Fumi cardboard. <laughs> I didn't see why not. Oh, wow. So That's amazing. I had my Fumi cardboard and I was sitting by her uh-huh. and I was... I, she was sleeping and I, she could hear cr- 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 and so she woke up and was like, what are you doing? The lights are off and I would turn on my phone light uh-huh. and read it. I was like, what are you doing? You're supposed to be sleeping. I said, Mom, I told you I have an exam. She said, so you were serious about this? So I studied from Beijing, got to Accra at 11.30 in the morning. The paper was at 12.30. Are you serious? Drove straight to, um, they dropped me off at Shashi, went to Pent, dropped my things, rushed to the exams room right on time. My friends are like, wow, you're Action here. movie. Like, hey, you just arrived from Beijing, literally. Yes. To write from an the plane, to write an eye. <laughs> And I got an A for that paper. Amazing. You know, and, and so Your life is like a movie, I yeah. tell you. <laughs> and at the time when I was working, I, I wasn't paid. My, my pay wasn't that much to be able to pay my fees mm-hmm. that fully. So I started doing my play thing and other tour guiding jobs. Yes. And also, I'm also a professional tour guide. So doing all those jobs. Which is the business we have, we, we're going yeah, to be talking yes, about as yes. well, right? So okay. um, I did all those jobs to be able to pay for my first degree mm-hmm. and I, and then also after I finished with my first degree I decided to enroll on the MPhil I was doing the MPhil the MPhil was difficult because 
uh, it was a two-year program. The mm-hmm. first year, I was working while doing it. But the second year, I had to resign from my job. It was a very difficult one. I okay. had to explain to my boss that I couldn't do this anymore. Okay. Because the data analysis and all those things, it was just... And I wanted to graduate just in two years because I had plans to start a PhD immediately after that. Oh, wow. So... Um, I resigned from my job. You like school, or school likes you. I don't know which one. (laughs) I I think that I I can see in my mind's eye a certain place that God is about to take me. And I need to get these academic qualifications Mm. to be able to get to those places. And for for those, um, these academic qualifications, I believe it's going to open other bigger doors for me. So Mm. once God spoke to me and he dropped the thing in my heart, Mm. I have no choice than to just go on this particular journey mm. with him you know and and he's promised me that it's going to be tough but it's going to be okay for That's me right. so i've been on this journey with him for mm. um all this while so i resigned from my Your work my work mm. to be able to finish with my mphil and by god's grace i did graduated and now um after which well second year of my mphil the university gave me an appointment as a graduate assistant okay and i started working with the university and after which i finished my mphil they uh, gave me another um employment as a teaching assistant which you're doing currently which i'm doing currently <laughs> with them and i do other things on the side okay well. yeah, yeah. wow yeah. if you just need it i'm having an amazing chat with ni ai solomon he is we haven't even talked about his company at all yet <laughs> <laughs> because he has so much going on but he is ceo of cool trips and tours yes and and he'll be telling us about that in a bit. But um, Niai is a very accomplished young man. He's he's achieved. I feel like you've achieved a lot for your age. <laughs> I'm just guessing guessing your age by the the parameters that you put in place when you're talking about your schooling and all that. that you're not that old, exactly. That's my point. <laughs> you know. So I think that he's achieved a lot for his age, and and I think that he's 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 a great candidate for this show because this show is meant, you know, to inspire people. You know, you can become like the song says that i'm playing in the background now you can do whatever that you want to do all you have to do is believe and rely on what you have or who you have on the inside you know if god lives in you you can achieve anything and i think that is really fascinating for me how his life just turned around just by the inclusion of jesus yeah you know i i think that is amazing which is why i asked you that question because I, I mean, you are so different from who you were. F- failing in school constantly. I mean, you had to attempt Wasi three times and everything. And here you are. And you see, the part of the story that my mother would tell you, that uh-huh. was... Uh, so when we, we used to live a banana, and so we moved to Nungwa, and uh-huh. my mom had built a place. The room wasn't plastered, mm. and there was no electricity. And okay. during this period that I was writing off deck, I will turn on the candle mm. and stay in the heat Ish. and reading. And my mom, at some point in time, will tell me that it's late sleep. You have an eye problem. Why can't you be doing this? I'm like, no, I need to pass this paper. (laughs) So, you know, I can stay stay in there for for till maybe one or two o'clock before I sleep. Because I was just so determined to... I I just didn't know why I couldn't pass SSE. Mm, And it mm. bothered me. So I just... And all my friends had passed by me. They were all gone. Ahead. By the time mm. I was getting to Polytechnic, my friends were doing national service. Wow. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. So, it's yeah. It's, it's, it's amazing. <laughs> <laughs> it's amazing. Anyway, so you're also the creative director for Village Minds Productions. Yes. Tell us how that happened. <laughs> so, um, in 2015, 
Yes, 2015, I met with this young man called Wolinam. Okay. Um, he's also a poet. We met mm. at an event and we we're talking after I had had that discussion with Dr. Kwame Adika. Mm-hmm. And I told him, oh, I have this play I want to stage. Okay. And he asked, do you have a director? I mm. said, oh, I can direct, but do you direct? He said, yeah, yeah, yeah. I finished School of Performing Arts. I'm like, okay, great. So let's partner so you can do this. Okay. And then we realized that you know, we needed more people. Mm-hmm. My sister is a makeup artist. We needed somebody to do costume and stuff. So we right. pulled her in. I had a friend in church, Nanajoa Apia. We pulled her in. Okay. And we put um, Ishmael in. So we had other people who came in and we, I shared a vision with them and mm-hmm. then they were all like, let's do this. And then one other friend of mine who is now doing her PhD in a Greek in, um, in the US, mm-hmm. she also joined us, Elsie. So after everything, we started putting together the plan to stage this play, The Love mm-hmm. of Mamavi. Then the question came in, what name should we give the company? Everybody was stuck because somebody, a company had to produce the show. <laughs> right. And they all couldn't come up with a name. So I said, okay, let's... So wait, you had a great play. You had people together and you're going to stage it and yes. you didn't have a name. We didn't have a name. <laughs> <laughs> That's interesting. Yeah, we didn't have a name. So later on, we I told them to go and think about it. When they came back, they didn't come with a name. And I said, I'm like, okay, we'll call it Village Minds Production. And they were like, why Village Why, Minds? yes. And I said, okay. <laughs> So I am into tourism. Mm-hmm. Wolinam at the time was into light, sound, and all these kind of things. Mm-hmm. Um, um is a, a life coach. My okay. sister is. So we all coming from different backgrounds. Background. So I'm like, okay. So just like a village, for us to keep the village together and to be able to make it clean and all, we all come okay. with our minds okay. to be able to make it work. Wow. So we are a village, and we okay. all come in with our minds to make sure that the village work and everything mm-hmm. else work in mm-hmm. it. So that's how come. Um, the the production house is called Village Minds Production, and we've been working together since 2015, staging plays back wow. to back to back, wow. and been writing plays since then. It's amazing. So, what are some of the plays that you, you've come up with? I think I've, I saw one of your plays, Chains and Shackles. Yes, was that last year? Yes, that was um, last year. Last year, yeah. That, amazing that's a, piece. A historical play um, mm. that talks about Ghana's journey um, from when we um, before the white people came yes, and then yes. when they came to steal all our gold yes. and everything and then they took us into slavery. So mm. it's a play that walks you through that particular path and when Amagana had to sell her own children into mm-hmm. slavery <laughs> and all of that. Yeah. Yes. Um, and then also I, I, I traveled to Nyarega, Yorugu and Sumbrugu uh, in the Upper East region okay. to do some research on migration, why the people in the north migrate to the south. Okay. And as a result, I wrote a play called um, Homeless. Homeless. Uh, yes. Okay. And then we've also done my play, The Barber and the Apprentice. Okay. Yes. Um, <laughs> so a play is set in a barber shop. And that was um, a very hilarious play. I see. And this year, we're last, this year, we're actually about to do my new play known as The Arabian Court. <laughs> but unfortunately, there was coronavirus. Coronavirus, hit us. so yeah. <laughs> well, watch out for this play. Coronavirus will not last forever. To go, on, <laughs> yeah. to go one day, and we'll be able to. But it's 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 amazing what you've accomplished. I mean, even with the stage plays and all that. I, I think that well, well, why why do why why do you have a passion for acting? Why why do what what do you think is the role of acting? You know, in our, in our current settings. I think, I think that acting is very important. For me, I got that passion through... I think acting changed a lot of things about me. Okay. Um, helped me to be able to better my English, okay. to be able to speak good English, mm. because I had to 
get into that space mm. and learn from other people. Mm. I think acting also gives you a lot of confidence because you need that lot of um, confidence to be Stand on stage in front of people. and talk mm-hmm. and perform mm. and not have that stage fright, right, yes. you know, and all of that. Um, I think acting is, I mean, the the um, the theater industry mm. is a very huge one. Yes. We haven't taken a look at it yet, mm. but if we focus on it more, it would shape our economy because I think that a lot of, there are so many stories we can tell. Mm. There are so many things going on around us. I wrote The Barber and Apprentice because I was then living at Fadama. Okay. There was this barber shop okay. where all the boys sit there and they keep talking about everything, football, girls, life, this, <laughs> that, that, you know. And so as a result, I decided to write this play. So there are so many stories around us that Mm. can titivate the appetite of people to be able to, you know, learn something from it. And Mm. we should take the industry very seriously. And for me, this is the reason why I got into that particular space years ago. And I, and of, of course, I love acting because I believe it's a gift God has given me right. and I have to use it. Right. Else someday when I get to heaven, it's going to ask you <laughs> what I did with it. Yeah. So now, cool trips and tours. When did that come into the picture with all the many things that you are doing? How did it even come up? Actually, I didn't even think of starting cool trips really? at all. <laughs> I, it wasn't part of my plans. But the thing was that because I'm a professional tour planner and tour guide and I had worked in that space for nearly 10 years. Okay. Um, um, after I left working with the company I used to work for, mm-hmm. um, people still called me to do some jobs for them, tour guiding jobs, this and that. Okay. And some gigs were coming to me personally. And again... So wait, at which point were you working with the tour company? So I actually resigned in, mm-hmm. I think, last year. Okay. Last year, oh, so that's last so, two that's years. so long ago. Okay. Yes. So... Um, it, it was it was it was a very difficult position for me mm. because people were asking me they were they were sort of um coming through to me for jobs and also I decided to start cool trips and so okay. far it's been good we've been we've been running cool trips a friend of mine and I for about a year he's also a professional tour guide so we get a lot of tour guide jobs and then okay. we get um, to plan tours for people take okay. people out on tours and all of that mm. and it's been a, an amazing journey so I far. see I, I think you should shed a bit more light on what what that job really entails when you say you plan tours for people okay. how do you mean exactly so basically what we do it's uh, most of our tours are inbound and so mm. for example if you and your family are looking mm. for a very nice place in ghana because mm-hmm. our, our concept is for us to be able to have the money stay in here because every tourist that comes through mm-hmm. the airport a lot of the money they come to spend touches everybody's life Mm. We we normally don't believe in cool trips. Don't believe that we should do outbound tours where we are taking people to say um, other countries because okay. then they are shipping our money from here and the money is actually leaking out of right. our economy to the other. We want to encourage people to visit Ghana, mm. explore Ghana, mm. eat Ghana, grow Ghana, and do all these things. So right. once you come in here, the taxi driver benefits, mm. the local tour guide benefits, everybody else. So we plan tours for people and okay. we can show you great places to to spend your weekend vacation. For example, yesterday, we had the opportunity of doing a farm trip to Safari Valley. Uh, I think I saw it in your status yesterday. Yes, yes. Very lovely looking place. So these are some of the locations that we let you find and then we can put together very nice packages for you, whether group or individual packages or even school packages for you to be able to tour Ghana because there's so much 
there's so much and being an academic mm. um, uh, and of course my area of research is um, tourism destination marketing okay. I've been encouraging people and telling people that there's a lot here people you hear people say oh there's nothing in Ghana mm. so once they have their money they're going to Singapore Dubai Mauritius right. or all these places right. but trust me there are places in Ghana that will blow your mind mm. and there's so much to learn there's so much history to mm. learn you know and so Essentially, that is our goal, okay. um, to be able to show people Ghana, okay. to show them around and let them appreciate. Once We are not saying don't travel out of Ghana, mm. but once you appreciate what you have, your country, and you've seen it, then you can take a move in going to other people's country to also okay. explore. I am, by God's grace, I've also traveled around a little bit, mm. but I think that there's so much here in Ghana for people to see and explore. Wow. Amazing. So you have packages for people if they want to choose. Oh yes, 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 yes. We, okay. So we have what we call we have the day trips. Um, okay. These are trips for people who don't have that much time. Mm-hmm. Um, they can do the day trips. They can do a day return trip. So okay. we have trips like Accra and its environs where we can put together a package for you where you visit, say, Brick Gardens, Eastern Region, um, Asinema Waterfalls, and other places, and return same day. Mm-hmm. So those are day return trips. And then we have the overnight trips mm. where now you can go and stay for two days, three days. And those also falls in the category of the packages that we also have for groups or individuals who want to travel mm. Okay. within Ghana. Wonderful. We'll come back to this in a bit. But even though I didn't open the phone lines, I've, uh, the text lines, I've got a few messages for you. This one says, tell me that I also went to Harvard Senior High School at Kokumlimli completed 2016. But unfortunately, I didn't pass all my subjects. I'm Kobe Prince Nanakwa from Tishi. His message is very inspiring. Okay. Wow. That's amazing. So someone from your alma mater. This one says, how can I join the theater club? <laughs> okay. Village Minds, I guess. Yes, Village Minds. Um, <laughs> because of COVID-19, we are closed. <laughs> but just just like our page on Facebook, once you like our face, um, page on Facebook, it makes it very easy. Once we open um, auditions, you would hear about it and you can join us. Okay. Okay. Would you like to spend some time to tell us about some of the exciting places you have lined up on your, you know, for your packages, for your travels? Oh, yes, 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 okay. yes, yes, sure. Please go right ahead. Um, so, um, for example, we have um, our day return trips. Mm. Um, so, one of the things I tell people is that you can't say you live in Accra when you haven't done a tour of Accra. <laughs> Quick, have you done any tour of Accra? <laughs> Please, I beg your hands. <laughs> In fact, my very my bears are quite bad. So, it's, so when you ask me where I place it, I have to like calculate it in my mind. Okay, where do I pass to even get there in the first place? So uh-huh. I think that I'll be one of your first <laughs> so clients. I, I, I can walk people through what we call our day return trips. Please, These sir. are basic trips that you can you can do. So we have you can do Mount Afaja and believe waterfalls in one day. Okay. We can take you, we take off early in the morning and then we return. That's in the Volta region. That's in the Volta region. Okay. You can also do Adan Eswari in a day where we can do, you can see all the various Eswaris um, at Adan okay. and then where they produce the rum, the Akpeteshi. They have one particular highland oh, that okay. they produce the Akpeteshi. And people come from Jamaica and all of that to come, to get, come and get yeah. <laughs> And then um, you can do an Accra City tour okay. um, with us. You see, the beautiful thing about doing an Accra City tour is. There are places in Accra you know, but when you go with a tour guide, you get to enjoy it more. For example, if I were to do a trip with you from, say, University of Ghana all the way to old Accra, mm-hmm. you will enjoy it because I'm going to tell you why places, why Legon is called Legon, okay. why a certain place is called Shashi, okay. why 
a place like 37 why it is called 37 okay, so why like do a bit we of have history in the background, a bit of history why okay. we have the bats in in 37 you see so many bats in the trees oh. and and when we get to the Jub, um, to the jubilee house give you the history mm. about it then we drive through to Oda Cry and tell you all these stories the houses the buildings and everything mm. Mm. that is at all and you okay. will actually enjoy it more than yes. you, you appreciate your surroundings uh-huh. a little more than you know okay okay so that's what basically an accuracy tour does for you and then also you can do eco historic tour that's taking you to kakum national park okay and then one castle either elmina castle or cape coast castle mm-hmm. and if you do elmina castle we have a very good friend there his name is um um Felix Ingwa. He okay. now you can do a walking tour of Elmina, see the Dutch cemetery, see the fish market, okay. see all the historic buildings in ex- Elmina, wow. and then all these stories will unfold. You know, and this is Ghana. Mm. You know, mm. and the slave castle built in 14, um, 1482 by the Portuguese mm. give you all the history about how the castle came about. Wow. Then you get the opportunity of touring the castle. Okay. And then we have beach tours like now if you want to chill out, we can take you to places <laughs> like other beaches in um, Ghana. If you want to go all the way far to the western region, we can do those beach tours at all. Okay. We have coastline tours where now we drive you through the coastline of Ghana, sleeping in all the beach resorts. And really? All the oh my gosh, that sounds so exciting. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> I should do this. All the way to wow. And then we have the Coco story, where okay. we you you do a tour taking you to Tafo, mm-hmm. to in the eastern region, to learn about cocoa. Cocoa, yes. You know, and its medicinal uses. Mm. And then you can see the model farm by Tetakwashi. Okay. You know, he brought cocoa yes. to Ghana. Yes, uh-huh. And then... We have Ibri and CD Beats. You can do a Ibri factory, do, go to CD Beats factory, learn how to make your own beats mm. and all of that. And if possible, if the group is large, we can even organize a very nice depot event for you, for you to see how the oh, depot festival is done. Yeah. You know, yeah. And then um, you can do um, Sajuna Beach, um, the Kosombo area with us as well and all these. And uh, yeah, so there are so many packages. And then... Wow. We can do a heritage tour with you, taking you to Abokobi okay. to go and see the Frederick's Gave Slave Plantation in the village called Sesame. Okay. You know, and then you get to see the river that gave the name to the place, wow. drive you through the slave routes all the way to the Christian Ball Castle in Accra. Mm. So these are some of the great tour packages. That So it's just to help people appreciate Ghana. And when right. you go with tour guide, the stories and the history and everything that is going to be told will help you appreciate Ghana more. And that's that we have so much here mm. and we have to experience Ghana. Neat, this is somebody's full-time job. How do you manage to balance it all out? And I was just going to ask a question. Someone sent in a message as well. <laughs> it's uh, Jackson, Jackson from Teshi says, how do you manage your time doing so many things at the same time? Yeah, so that's question one. <laughs> that's question two and three, but you answer this one first. I think that you, you should be able to apportion your time well. Um, I'm, I'm the type of person that I believe I'm still young. I need to create some wealth for myself before I get old too. This mm. is a great time to work okay. and, 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 and and get the best value from yourself. So I, I do I do make time for all this and don't don't think I'm a workaholic. I make time to chill <laughs> as well. For those who know me they know they know that I'm always all about, you know, hanging out. Because the thing is that my job itself, it's yes, it's difficult, but it's relaxing. Yes. So you're taking people around, showing people, meeting people from all walks of life. Yes. It's just fantastic. That's, that's relaxing. You know? um, for example, yesterday I went on a trip. When I got back, I'm writing an academic paper. I haven't finished. I stayed up till 2 a.m. to 
to to get a certain point with it before sleeping <laughs> you know though i wow. went out the whole day mm. came back and i still you have to always try and keep your eye on the ball okay you must just as bible says in hebrews chapter 12 1 and 2 mm. and it says that looking onto jesus you you always have to look mm. you your eye must be keep on the ball even the jesus prize. christ mm. his eye was on the prize that was why he died on the cross that's right Else he wouldn't have died on the cross for us. So I think that we have to keep our eye on the ball. And that's the one of the ways in which we can try as much as possible to make it. Amazing. Racing against time. But question two from Jackson from Teshi says, what's the most challenging moment or task you will never forget? It sounds like an essay question. <laughs> <laughs> I think that most of the difficult times I've had in my life had to do with just my mom trying to raise money to pay my fees mm. and mm. a few times let me tell you something that happened to me in um, Harvard College we had this headmaster mm. and his name is Mr. Abbey okay. he realized that I, I was not paying my fees mm. and I used to get to school by 5am and I would hide at the top of the building in one corner studying mm. and when class resumes I'll come and join my colleagues he <laughs> noticed that thing about me so now he comes to check the fees card around 10am mm. when class is in session and everything then yes. he g- comes to the class with a cane <laughs> then it goes like everybody put your fist card on the table hey, oh my god i'll be shaking Charlie. and i don't have my fist card i <laughs> haven't paid my fees then when he gets where is your fist card I, I don't have it take your bag come and stand in front he will lash me in front of the Sheesh. class and throw my books and everything away that i should go home and hmm. i'll pick my stuff i won't go home i'll sit in the corner, they're reading out till the whole school is over. Because when I go home, what am I going to do? <laughs> there is no money, so you better stay uh, hang around, you know. So yeah. these were the most difficult, challenging times, diff- challenging times mm. you know. Mm. But I think God just pulled me through, you know. Yeah. And now the million dollar question: Are you married? No, <laughs> <laughs> I am not. Okay, I am not. Jackson from Station, I've asked all your questions. This one says, hey, guys, I didn't open the text line, so, but okay, this is a good, this one says, um, how, so what does it cost? Okay, I think they're referring to your trips, and how does someone join? Nee is very creative, copy prints. Okay. You have a lot of fans from teaching. <laughs> yeah, okay. because maybe I lived a little bit in Nungwa. Oh, okay. <laughs> All right. So I think that most of the trips is t- once we have a lot of people attending, um, the trip becomes even more cheaper. Bare head. Uh, bare okay. head, you okay. know. Uh-huh. And um, on top of my head, I can say, oh, it costs X amount yes. of money. You, you know? give a number that people uh, can call yes, after. So yes, I think that, so. okay. Mr. Abbey, yes, he will chase you with a cane. It's true, pa. Hey, I don't know who this is. Ah, okay, like this is your Harvard person. Uh, yeah, the Harvard headmaster. <laughs> was such a very hard guy. Anyway, all right. How can one join the theater club? Oh, I think I asked this question already. Yeah. Okay, all right. Okay, so um, <laughs> if people want to contact you, I don't even know which of your, your, your things are so many. <laughs> people want to contact you. Either for Village Minds or for um, the tours. The tours. How did they get to you? Do you have social media handles as well that yes. people can check the, out? The, when, when they go on Facebook, they just look for Niai Solomon. Niai Solomon. On Instagram, okay. it's Nisol, N-I-I-S-O-L. Okay. On Instagram, on, twi- on Twitter, it's at Papani, okay. D-A-P-A-H, okay. N-I-I. Or they can just send an email 
okay, the Twitter is P A P A H N I I. Or they can send an email to cooltripsgh okay. at gmail.com. Cooltripsgh at gmail.com. Yeah, cooltripsgh okay. at gmail.com. Um, or perhaps they want a number, they can call 054 1146 122. Okay, the number again, please. 054 1146 122. Okay, 466-122. Okay. So you can call that number. Uh, you can reach me directly on that number if you want to uh, speak with them after the show. We have to be wrapping up, but I promised listeners that we'll do one of your poems. So yeah. please give us a taste of one of your short poems since we don't have time. Okay. <laughs> so, um, Ago. Ago la huigame. Ne okpon bimyen do fokbawa in baton tinyo. No opombe in dro agbando do chan in baton tinyo. And yea jos on kakasu ashigame vado pali me vanya judo awigame voto can nigbesole ponkumenam don kusufutu. Yeja majo bio beno uzonka kavado in no ku tova home a do tona canigbe sopona kumeno alo dona no siyonu na sofanaji. Yo biano be leke mwaji yil do. In that small village I was conceived. Stories of our past were told by the fireside. Stories told by the great story Jakbata would titivate your appetite to know about our ancestral roots. But from nowhere we were attacked. Our happiness shattered. The peace we enjoyed vanished into thin air. Life in that village became unbearable. So let's tell Mansa to tell Menu that he should open up to reason. Now is not time to fight. Let's remember the wise counsel of the brave warrior Mamaga who stood on the wooden platform and spoke to our dwindling self-worth. Lay down your cutlasses, she said. For true war is fought with, it's not fought with weapons, but with words and great ideals. So tell Mansa to tell Mana to tell Menu that now it's time to open up to reason. Let's sit by the fireside once again and tell our story to the world. Let's tell them about how we united after the war. For the only war we are waging is the war of peace. Wow. I think I need to give you a round of applause for this. <laughs> amazing, amazing, amazing <laughs> man. <laughs> this man is... is <laughs> messages coming in still. Wow, beautiful. You do all. <laughs> is he from Aneho? Okay, I don't know where that is. Aneho. Aneho. Okay. So I told you my mom is Togolese, so I speak the Togolese language uh, okay. impeccably well. Wow. We have to go now, but guys, if you want to reach Nyai Solomon... With relation to Village Man's Productions or Cool Trips and Tours, you can call him on the number he gave that 054-114-6122, right? Yes. 054-114-6122. Thank you so much, Nihai, for coming. It's been it's been inspirational having you here on the Thank show. Thank you very much. You really are bold and brave and um, looking forward to hearing more of you in the not-so-distant future. Hopefully, coronavirus will be over soon so you can stage your place. Yes, yes, <laughs> definitely. And I'd like to say a very big thank you to you mm. and all your wonderful, wonderful listeners Pleasure. for giving me the Pleasure. opportunity to be here. Next week, Godling, I have another wonderful person with me here in the studios. Bold and brave as the show. My name is Quaker Samson. Thank you so very much for your company. We'll catch you next week. Have a good afternoon. Yeah, no.